Yes! Welcome back to Go Deep the Podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we have an opinion like we have a clue. Thank you for coming back. And here's your host, John Nothing Doe. Well, 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 welcome back to the show. I know we missed last weekend, but it was Labor Day, so we had a right to miss that day. I was marching. I don't know where I was marching to. And if you've seen the size of me, you'd know I wasn't marching far, maybe to the fridge. We have a packed show for you, folks. We have a lot of people here, a lot of people that want to talk. And we have a very disgruntled meme that we wanted to talk about in particular. So as most of you are probably aware, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on pretty much anything that matters anyways, for the most part. And uh, we've seen this one meme. So before I do a table call, get everybody to introduce themselves to you. I'm just going to read the meme and then we're going to start from there. So topic of the day, does she have a point? Uh, Men, if DNA confirms the baby is not yours, it doesn't change the fact that you must take responsibility of the baby. Women go through a lot in marriages and women women deserve better. Now, I don't think there's any dispute that women deserve better. They go through a lot of different things and I'm not a feminist by no stretch of the imagination, but I also don't believe that there's masculinity in the tense in the sense where it's all toxic okay so i'll just put that out there that's my opinion for what it's worth you like it you don't cool but we're gonna start on my right i know you guys can't see me so i'm just it's magic you know we have julia p we had julia p on the show before she's a light worker and her opinion is very valuable especially in this particular topic welcome to the show julia thank you thank you thank you happy to be here very very excited such an exciting topic. <laughs> uh, and you know what? It actually consists of two parts, two mm. statements. So to be honest with you, the first statement I disagree with. Okay. And the second one I do. Okay. So I'm thinking we're just going to split it up. And if you can, for all the listeners, reread the first part of the statement, okay. I'd like to address it right then and there. Perfect. Let's do it. Men, if DNA confirms the baby is not yours, it doesn't change the fact that you must take responsibility of the baby. Okay. So when we're talking about the baby, in my mind, it's a child under one years old. Would you agree? Yeah. So I think that makes a very big difference to a child whether there is a consistent male present in their life or not. And not males. Okay, so there you go. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. So um, in my opinion, if you get involved with a woman and you believe that this is your child and she gives birth and you find out that it's not yours, yeah, why should you support it? I mean, if you have deep pockets and financially you can provide this type of... Lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle and look at it kind of like a donation towards a good cause. Yeah. Sure, go for it because that's where I agree with your second statement. Sometimes women do have it harder in their relationships uh, depending on their role, right? Because it goes back and forth. Yeah. So it's really hard to just pick one side. Yeah. But overall, I do think that women take a bigger hit than men in a sense that most women nowadays do work yeah and when they work they still expect it to take care of the family yep so i think in that sense if a woman gets support financially yeah where she can concentrate on raising the child and do her first and foremost feminine part then why not Okay. However, if we look at a man that can hardly support himself and here he is facing to support a child that's not his, well, 
that's really not fair. True. Now, here is the other side to it. Now, what if you're in a relationship and you find out that it's not your child when the child is 10 years old? Yes. I think that makes a difference, and that's when a person needs to evaluate their ethical and sort of moral compass Agreed. and decide, do they want to be in that child's life because that child matters to them? Yeah. Or do they want to abandon them because that's who they are? So I think... So you- if yeah. I may interject, do you think it's a bad thing if they want to leave because they've been deceived? Or do you think they should just kind of like, not you know swallow it, it, but you know what, I, what yeah, I'm trying to get Yeah, I know towards. what you mean. And I'm a true believer that everything should be done from the point of love rather than obligation. Because if you're doing something out of a point that you have to, it will never be authentic. It yeah. will never be done with passion. It will never be done with love. So it's kind of for a check mark. So really, it's so superficial and there is no substance to it. Yeah. Now, if somebody were to do an action out of love because they genuinely care, yeah. then there is more substance to that. And I think that's when the person needs to decide whether they want to participate in a child's life or whether they want to withdraw themselves. But regardless, the person has that choice. No, absolutely. So I know, well, I, I mean, I believe, I'm not absolutely 100%. I believe in Canada, it's if you're in a marriage and let's say your spouse cheats on you and the baby isn't yours, the government views it as yours and you're still on the hook for child support. And I know how that sounds, but I'm just going to say it how it's yeah. um, pronounced. What is your feelings on that? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I disagree. Absolutely disagree. I think that's unfair. I think that's, that's person, unfair, yeah. period. <laughs> But if the, obviously if the man felt so inclined that he's pretty much raised that kid and wanted to stay in the, that kid's life no matter what. that Yeah, he, then he can make that choice. But yeah. he shouldn't be obligated yeah. to support a child that is not his. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So we're going to move down the table here. We have Evan on the show and uh, we're trying not to hurt him with the mic <laughs> as we speak. What is your thoughts, Evan? I, I have a feeling this is a trap. <laughs> uh, seriously, I'm pro-choice and I think it should be the guy's choice. Okay, I, I agree simple. with you. What about what about the other aspect where the Canadian law kind of dictates that the man's on the hook? What is your feelings as a man? Uh, that's where we got to stand up and say, hell no. Okay. Right? Just I agree. The flip side of feminism. Yeah. We got to look out for ourselves because nowadays women are going to trap your ass. <laughs> right? It's true. Yeah, definitely. It's, right? it's It definitely feels like a form of entrapment when it's like, oh, well, well, guess what? It's uh, yours. And I think there was well, actually a line in a Kanye West song uh, gold digger and he was talking yeah. about 18 years 18 years after 18 years uh, i can't even yeah, remember but you it found out it wasn't his yeah. Yeah, yeah you see him every given sunday and he drives off after winning a super bowl in a hyundai i know i butchered that but that's pretty much the the gist of it yeah exactly that and, uh, and i think that's uh you know at least nowadays with the feminism and the the move away from you know traditional relationships units, yeah. you know and those types of units you're gonna get stuck Right, especially yeah. if a girl sees a guy with the means, right? That, that's probably even more risky. What would you think would be some of the ways we could solve that problem? I know, sorry. You know, <laughs> yes, honestly. Right on the spot. You know, it's just, it's got to be the woman's responsibility to know who she's sleeping with and, and make her own choices and not pass that buck on to everybody else. You know, yes. it's my fault I'm in this situation or your fault I'm in this situation. Yes. Right? And that ownership is, is the issue. And I, at the end of the day, you got to feel for the child. Right? Definitely, right? Because they're the ones that definitely miss out. I agree with that. Right. But it's, but you're split with that, you know, with that being said. Because as much as you want to protect the child, and I think that's what the court says, you know, they, yeah. they, they come at it with, well, what's best for the child? Yeah. Uh, it, it still doesn't address the fact that, uh, you know, a, a person, a male, 
uh, individual will get put on a lot of responsibility, a financial burden on them yeah. for something they didn't even know anything about. Which is completely unfair. I know I've seen uh, I've seen some stories on Facebook, and I know they're sensational in the sense where, in the States anyways, guys are to the point where, let's say they have a car payment or whatever, and the repo guy, after they got kicked out of their marital home, are pretty much kicked. They're, you know, the tow truck guy feels bad. He's, he's kicking you out of your truck because you can't afford it now because you can't go to work because you don't have a license anymore. And it's all like a deterioration of like, how am I going to pay if I can't, let's say, if I'm a driver, like, how am I going to make that kind of thing happen, right? So it's just kind of, like, sad watching that. And I know there was a statistics, and I heard it in a book, actually. It was Unplugged Alpha, and they say that 60%. I don't know if the statistic, before I finish that statistic, is Canada or if it's the U.S. or it's statistically for both, for North America. But they say 60% of uh, suicides are men. So it's kind of a, it's a really sad thing when you think about it, right? We're going to ask Scotty Too Hottie here what his thoughts are, other than working out and, you know, flexing his abs and showing That's the ladies it. his California yeah. smile, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think from a male perspective, it's one of those things where, what is the commitment level that this man has had to the family? Right? Yes. So if, if he knew that this wasn't his child, but yet he decided to... Well, that's a that different moment. story then at yeah, that yeah, point, that, right? That's a different story. But if, if you're with somebody and you think it's your child and it's not, I mean, I understand what the courts say. And they have a valid point in the sense of, you know, you got a lot of men that kind of move on from relationships and don't want actually to support their children. Yes. But if it's actually not your child, it's really tough because I think that's up to the discretion of the man. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I, I chose to be in this family and I didn't realize that at the at that point. But at the same time, if it's like if he decided to if he decided to be in that relationship and he has a connection with that child, um, to me, it would just be like it would be a no brainer. Yes. You know, if I had kids that weren't my biological kids, but yet I spent years raising them. And even if I just found out they weren't my kids, I don't think that would change anything i think it'd be definitely hard to walk away oh, at absolutely that point. you'd be angry as F, oh it'd be it'd be it'd be devastating but the idea that the courts could tell you you have to do that i think that's where the problem comes in so how do you foresee a fix foresee a fix well it it really really i mean i don't know how the courts do with like <laughs> dna tests and stuff like that but it would have to be something where you know, I, i'm taking you seriously i don't want to feel i don't want you to feel like i'm discrediting you uh, but Six Wild next to you, uh, mm-hmm. he's doing a really good job of yeah. holding the, the Oh, mic. and I noticed, I noticed. He, he's going to be hired on the next I'm Pornhub I'm pretending like it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. Boom mic 101 right yeah. over here. Six Wild on the show. So Six, we're going to move over to you because I can see you're excited. And, uh, you know, we're going to ask you this question. Like, Just good at holding the pole, you know. <laughs> That's what she said. Let's hear what, uh, what would you do? <laughs> What would you do in this case? Let's say you're the man. Look, you- so, I mean, I agree with what everybody said here so far. I mean, uh, it, well, let's it, play it really advocate comes, for a second. Hold up. So it really comes down to a male choice. Honestly, it really does. I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes the best father isn't the father that you're born from, right? Family ain't blood. Let's be real here. So you're talking from personal experience. <clears throat> 100%. Right. Family and blood. So I grew up with a lot of issues. I grew up with a lot of family issues, you know, and uh, one thing that always stayed true to me was, you know, uh, sometimes the people that were there for you weren't necessarily blood. They were the other people who kept you straight, you know, 
And uh, I think that that to me speaks volume. So, you know, it just depends on, on who you are and what you're about, right? And it depends on the situation you're in. I mean, realistically, yeah, if you're if you've dedicated your life to a woman and she cheats on you, you got a choice to make, you know, but I don't think that you should be obligated to step up. That's up to you. That depends on what you want to do, right? Like, uh, you know, I look at my my own personal situation, you know, like uh, I look at my mom. My mom raised, uh, my dad left when I was eight, you know. I haven't seen my dad in a long time. I don't plan on seeing him just to confirm he's dead. That's about it, you know. Like, I'll go there, open the casket. Yep, that's him. Cool. We're good. Peace, you know. He's a criminal. It is what it is. My stepfather, you know, like he, he stepped up to the plate, man. You know, like he didn't have to do what he did. He didn't have to step in. He married so my as, mom. As he took care of concern. He's he's your dad. There's hundred no percent. No, no doubt. You know, and 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 he's got his issues, and we had our issues growing up. By all means, you know. But uh, iron sharpens iron. At the end of the day, man, like uh, the shit I went through made me who I am. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. You know. So uh, sometimes, you know, that that's what you need. Sometimes it is eh, maybe fate. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in that shit, but if I did, I would say, yeah, close enough to fate, maybe, you know? It's uh, it's one of those things. Oh, man. Mic drop. I'm just uh, looking across the table. And I and, can... and if you want to fix, man, listen, just, just fucking snip that shit. Don't have kids. It's as simple as that, you know? But I think there's a process, though. With I got two, and I love them, but, you know, if but, you're not sure. Yeah, but you can't just come out of the hoop and be like, hey, doctor, uh, <laughs> Well, you're taking a little bit off the top. Do you mind just sniffing <laughs> the bottom? Take a little bit off the bottom, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get uh, right in there. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be shy. Like a seedless watermelon. We don't want any more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm looking here at this, uh, this, this table here. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in person, since we started this podcast, in we the have audience. him in studio. We have him in person. He hasn't had a haircut. He barely puts deodorant on. He probably doesn't wear his own underwear. <laughs> if he does, it's probably the same one he's had for a week. The wonderful, the powerful G.I. Joe. How you guys doing? In regards to to what you said about blood, blood may make you related. It doesn't make you family. It doesn't make you family. True. If you found out that the child that you've been with is is not yours, it's your choice. But you shouldn't be forced to pay for something that's not yours. Now, let me ask you something personal, G.I. Joe. Is this something you're actually had to deal with in your life? Yes. I came to Canada. I met this girl. We had relations had supposedly had a child. Let's talk about the relations for a second. No. I feel like we're missing a piece. The relations, were, the relations really weren't that good. But anyway. But I remember when we were talking off air, if I, if I may for a second, you went into great detail about how much of a circus performer you were. Anyway. <laughs> the DNA test came back. It was inconclusive. But yet the Ontario courts felt that since I'm the only man that he knew as a father, I'm responsible. Okay. Um, I couldn't get a second or third opinion. That's Ontario law. I, I tried, couldn't get a second opinion. And it took me 20 grand, paying a lawyer 20 grand to get my child support payments from 1500 a month to 600 a month. I'm still paying for a child that I don't know if he's mine or not. The DNA test was inconclusive. So let's talk about the DNA process. Okay. So what they, do they do? Do they, they, do? they do five tests. They do five tests. On you, the child, or both? Um, they do the child with the, with the woman, the child, and myself. They do. They took all of our. I, I do a blood sample. Spit uh, test? No, they actually drew blood. Q no tip inside no, no, the cheeks. They, no, no, they they actually poked me and drew blood. Okay. Yeah, and and cup. It was it, no, no. They <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they, 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 they they drew they drew they drew the blood. Okay. And it was about maybe it for some reason it took six months. 
took six months. So do you think they're purposely delaying it, or do you think that's just how our, our system? I things? think it was delayed. It there were the, the the DNA test said there was a fifty eight percent chance that he's my child. Well, that seems like that's more in your no, favor. no, no, no. The, the, the law states that it's got to be like in the high nineties. It's got to be in the high nineties to confirm that it is your child. Okay, but fifty eight percent chance. You know, that's the average of all five tests, mind you. Some of the tests say, you know, 48% chance. One of the tests may say 70% chance. One test may say 20% chance. It took an average of five tests, and it was a 58% chance. It was inconclusive. But yet, even if, it, even if the child wasn't proven to be mine, I'm still obligated to pay for a child that's not mine, which is wrong. Yes, if I, I love the child, if I love the child, yes, I'm going to step up to the plate I'm going to be the child's father, regardless whether the child's mine or not. So I just had a question come across the table that um, was wanting to be asked to you. Hmm? How does this make you feel in words without violence? It angers me. It angers me because here I am. I gave up everything that I, that I, that I was, I gave up my military career. I gave up all my friends where I came from. Yeah. I came to this country expecting and, 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 and thinking that this child was mine. This child has none of my mannerisms, doesn't even look like me. We've even shown pictures of this child to former co-workers. Okay. And they all said, what's the term jacket? You've heard that term jacket where, where a woman entraps a man thinking that the, forcing the man think that they think the child is his. Yeah. Every woman that I showed a picture of, every woman, and including my current wife, say, that's not your child. That's not your child. But yet I'm paying what I'm paying per month. I'm going to pay it because it's law. Of course. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to break the law. I'm going to pay it because I'm obligated to. I'm not going to have this child go without because of some whatever law or whatever because she screwed up. Yeah. I'm going to pay the pay what I owe, but I disagree with, with being forced to pay for a child that is not mine. Now I got two more questions, and, for you and today, it though. is the man's. You know, it's a man's choice. I would say a man is a coward if he says, "Okay, well, you've been with the child for say four or five, six years, and you just walk away, and you have nothing to do, nothing more to do with the child." No, the child isn't the one that that broke the law. The child isn't the one that cheated on you. The child isn't the one that hurt you. The child shouldn't have to go through, you know, be have things taken away from him, be punished for something that he didn't do. Primary example, I was I was adopted when I was I was a young child. I was adopted at 6 months old and my parents, they st- my biological parents, they stepped up to the plate. I shouldn't be punished for what my biological mother did. The biological mother of the said child that I'm involved with, she's the one that screwed up. The child shouldn't have to pay for what she did. Yeah, I'm going to pay what I'm paying, you know. I disagree with it. And it fumes. I'm so mad. And there are days I wake up and I'm punching the wall. Like, you know, I said, that's a truck payment. When I'm paying for child support, I could have a brand new Silverado Chevrolet 2023 pickup truck. But I'm, I'm paying it. I'm going to pay, pay for this child until it's done, you know. But I think the man shouldn't be forced to pay for something that's not his. The Ontario government does not have the right to force. Well, I man. mean, they do have the right, but no, they, they shouldn't have the right. They don't what you have mean. the right. No, they have the right because they, they have the law. They're enforcing the law. But I agree with what you're saying. They shouldn't have that right because they're they're encroaching yeah. on something that has is not their business to encroach in. But well, the, let me ask you something there, Joey. I okay. can see in your eyes, and i got to stop you right now okay? because um, MoFo here yeah. doesn't have any tissue. So we're going to ask this question. Yeah. Your child. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Six Wild. I found that apparently funny. Uh, is your child, is he still in your life? No. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that process and how that went. The, the reason, here, here's the deal. I lost my mother in January of 2020. My supposed son never met her. 
because of his mother. Yes. My supposed son has not met anyone of my family. He doesn't know anything about my past, my history, nothing. She refuses to allow him to come to my hometown. Any function whatsoever. Nothing, nothing. My brother has two children of his own. They have a cousin that they've never met, supposedly, because of her. She refuses. She refuses to allow him to have anything to do with, you know, me or my past, if you will. Now, now Joey, sorry, what did the courts say, though, about that in terms of the visitation rights? As you as the father, and if you're paying your payments, why don't you get visitation? It's whatever, whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. So that was in the paperwork? Yes. Okay. And, and the thing is, and, and I'm going to say this, my current wife paid 20 grand for a lawyer to try to figure this stuff out. And he says, he basically came back and said, whatever the biological mother wants, she gets pretty much. Um, she tried to, to, to basically take me from, you know, yeah, I left uh, the company that I was working for because of my marriage. So hold on. Was that um, the hot dog truck? No. The one, like. No, no. <laughs> with the bun on the side door? No. Okay, but sorry. It's, it's, it's pretty much whatever the biological mother wants, she gets. Whatever she wants, she pretty much gets. She tried to get me for being underemployed when I left the company that I was with and moved. to. Which be I've heard that commonly happening. With my current wife. But I had a good judge saying, basically went to her and said, hey, you can't penalize this man for wanting to be with his wife. You can't penalize this man. He goes, he's going to pay this amount, which whatever it is, you know, I'm not underemployed. I'm paying what I got to pay. And I, I pay it every month. They garnish my wages, if you will, which is goes on my credit, you know, because I volunteered to pay, you know, I, I've never missed a payment. I've Mind you, I've never missed a payment when I was making payments, not one time. But she wanted it garnished out of my pay to affect my credit. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to sound like we're grilling you here, because but this is just. Fa- I'm I'm blown away by this. So I I gotta ask a few questions here myself. Just you've met this child. Oh yeah, yeah. We, you've we, seen him. Yeah, we we lived together for four or five <clears throat> years, and and everyone, even even her 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 ex wife's father said, "That's not your child." So I'm gonna ask this, and I I mean again, like you don't have to answer this, but like. Going back to my earlier question about how you felt about it, not so much how you felt, but how did you feel about this child? Like I loved him. He loved me. He often asked that, you know, I want to meet grandma and grandpa, which my parents, but my ex-wife refused. My supposed son has all my information. I, he has all my information. He has my email. He's, he's 15 years old. He knows how to use the internet. He knows how to use a cell phone, but he's never called me. He's never emailed me. He's but never some of that might be the, uh, the family turn nepotism. Yeah, yeah I, I actually may ask another question. Yeah. Um, I hear your story, and yeah, I'm taken back. I really am because I think that what was done to you is genuinely unfair. But as a um, spiritual worker, I kind of see a pattern here because you know how you mentioned that you were adopted, mm-hmm. and here you are dealing with a very similar situation because technically, <coughs> if you look from the outside, it's like you adopted the child. Yeah. Now the way I see it is the six hundred dollar payment a month you can look at it as an investment investment into the child growth yeah now the benefit for you to be in his life rather than him being in yours is because as you get older if you have a tight relationship with that child that you were investing your money in it might be a return for you in a sense that that child might grow up look at you and say you know what you went through all that you never turned your back on me and you are my dad regardless of that test 
Yeah. So I feel that maybe he's not reaching out to you because, yeah, your ex might be saying things like he doesn't want you. He never wanted you in his yeah. life. So she might feed him that information. I was even going to, I want, it, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 
So having an extra person in your life that loves you is a benefit. But again, maybe if his mother spend it in a way that you abandon him, he has a feeling that you don't want him. So therefore, yeah. he might be scared to reach out to you for you to reject him. Yeah. Yeah, but you can pass that message along through the father-in-law where you say, you know, tell him if he ever wants to reach out, I won't reject him and just say that. At least yeah. he knows it and let that, you know, that plant that seed into the kid's head. Yeah. And whether he comes back at 20 or whatever, yeah, who knows? You no, know, but more to expand on what Evan's saying, why don't you make a video and then the father-in-law has it in tow so that when he is ready, you have a video explaining who you are and what your intentions are. That's, an, so that's a good idea. I would do that so that in, in the future, he has that ability to say, okay, do you still feel this way? Like I, I had this video, you know, my, my, you know, father, my father-in-law, whatever, yeah. obviously. Um, he gave me this video saying that you were interested and the invitation is always open. Can we explore that? Yeah. Yep. You know what? I'm going to throw a, a, a wrench in the gears here because sure. I would, I, if I put myself in a similar situation, I think I would feel love toward that kid, you know, to that child for those first five years I spent with them. But now yeah. it's been a decade, over a decade, right? Uh, yeah. Not to say you don't love him or you don't love that memory of him, but if he's not your kid and all that time has passed, I wonder if that's just a chapter you close or is that, you know, or, or, or is that a, an experience that you're going to have to I think figure it out? takes two to tango in a sense that he's going to want to be in your life as much as you want to be in his. So if it's just you going after that relationship, then it's tough. Yeah. I just, I want to, like I said, say, say hypothetically, he is hundred percent my child, right? Either way, the the first five years that we were together, it was a good five years, and we bonded. We it was a good five years, right? Say you know he he comes back, you know next year or whatever. My arms are going to be open. I'm going to say regardless of whatever, you know, I was your father once. I can be your father again. You know, well, you'll I mean? be your father always. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've got any other you know mentors or whatnot, but you know, our door is always going to be open. So, G.I. Joe, before we pass this uh, torch over, and I'm glad we got a chance to got a, a minute to be serious about things. Do you have any regrets on how this situation's been dealt with? Yeah, I do. I probably could have tried harder and trying to maybe just show up at the, you know, at the house and taking that chance on, you know, there's always a saying, take a chance on getting slapped. You might get kissed or whatever, whatever. I should maybe should have showed up at the house and, taking a chance on getting a slap in the wrist and maybe nothing would have come of it. Right. But I didn't, you know, I'm not going to say I was a coward. I just said, I, you know, my current wife was like, you know, with her profession and with what she does, she can't have that type of negative energy affecting her. And I got to respect that because she is, if you will, a pillar of the community and she services over 500,000 people. So yeah. I mean, I, OnlyFans know. is a very important job and <laughs> I whatever definitely a fan but but no but but it, and i gotta i gotta i do have to respect my current wife's of know, course of course this is all know, jokes aside and and she's even said you know there may come a day where he may come and she's even said are you going to be open i said yeah i'm going to be open i said hey two seconds we're getting ready to build a new house and one of the guest rooms that we're we're, we're, we're building is is going to be kind of quasi designated for for him if he ever decided to say i want to stay with you for a while mm -hmm. it's going to be it's going to have his own ensuite own shower whatever so let me ask you something this new house before we switch the mic <laughs> is there going to be like a uh, blue pill room like one where you there's going to be a bunker 
a bunker. Yes. A bunker for you. Bunker to- in case there's a nuclear war. Oh, okay. And you guys left. My parents' house in St. Louis, we actually have a functional bunker. My current wife has seen it, and it's been raided. If there were a bomb to hit St. Louis, we would survive. And you guys laugh. The house was built during the late 80s, during the Cold War. America. Very real. Fuck yeah. You, you see, you, you, you guys joke. You guys joke. You know, when, and, well, of course and, and, we joke because we love had you. This thing, what are we at? Mofo? Four, four, four years and, and, Mofo? and four years and, 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 and 11 months and how many days? How about, uh, oh, wow. Moving uh, on. You know? to- Moving on, G.I. Joe. We Edit love that. you, and thank you very much for being very honest and open. I know it's uh, it's Edit something that. that hurts, and I appreciate you, sir. Moving on, we're going to get back to subject at hand, and Motorsports Mofo. First of all, welcome. I, I miss you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here. So, hold on. Before we get into this. He's been sitting there sucking a little D. Calm down there, G.I. Joe. We're going to have to get uh, Six Wild to control that mic now. You got way too comfortable over there. So G.I. Joe is not allowed out of the house very often. You know, between him having blue pills. How's the Coke? You guys, you still enduring that or what's going What's up? Is that a no? Special K. Just the horse track. That, that was a whole, whole other lifetime ago. He's just there. sniffing town all threes, guys. Okay, so getting back <laughs> to the point of hand. Welcome back to the show. I miss you. It's been a while. How's that? How's the car shows going? You've been going to a couple of them. I know I've been watching your Instagram account. Yeah, it's been good. It's been a good, uh, good summer. Lots of miles under... Uh, under the belt, but no, it's it's been good. And to the to the topic at hand, if I yes, if I can draw the parallel, I think fo- follow here with me. As a car guy, whether you build the vehicle or you buy it, there's obviously more of an attachment if you build it yourself. It is your own blood, sweat, and tears. But I still think it's possible to to build that connection. It may take a little longer if if it is not your personal build, but you are still very much building memories each and every day. Every day going forward, you are building memories. So you're still learning how to build. That's what his wife told me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we let G.I. Joe in here and look what he does, you know. I, I, do, have, I do find it problematic that when, when you're being forced to do anything, I, I don't think you should be necessarily forced. And I say that in the sense of I, come, I, I have a strong moral and ethic uh, sort of mindset and compass. I think that ultimately when, um, you know, when... When the courts, whether here or United States or anywhere, really tell you that you you need to do something, I think in some cases it's there obviously to protect victims or there to to protect in this case maybe the child. But you know, as the child grows, the child will realize whether you were there to support them or not. And in some cases, if they're not being supported properly, then the child you know is ultimately the one that suffers, and that's not necessarily fair. But ultimately, if the if the child is not say in this case is not yours or not mine. Um, you have to look at that as that child gets older, it, it may not be your bi- biological child, but it's, you've built a friendship. You've, you've built something, if you will, that can't, can't be replicated, can't be reproduced. Right. So I think like, I think the, the financial cost is outweighed by the benefit of the, the potential friendship and, or if you are indeed the father, then you find out years later, uh, that you are the father, then I mean, even better than you were there for the, the support aspect of it. But personally, just to, to bugger off and, and to leave a child high and dry. I mean, the child didn't ask for that. And I mean, the situation with your partner, or the mother, I mean, is, is obviously a whole other, you know thing in itself but i think it's important for the the ethics and the well-being of the child to to be there and again if even if it's not your build you can still build on that 
and, and so let's, develop let's, into something. Let's talk about your build. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to apologize to you right here on the podcast that you've been doing a great job raising my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, they, they're doing great. Uh, they've, they've been asking, you know, that why is dad such a loser? And I, I, I explained to them, you know. Why well, does the mother say that? That's weird. <laughs> I, I know, you know, it's weird. But uh, no, like they, they always ask, you know, why is dad, you know, drive like a Hyundai or something? Yeah. Why is he like so financially like smart? And he's you know, like, why can't he be like more like you mofo that drives like, you know, an LS power? Beat up pieces you know? of shit. <laughs> Something about pull out. Oh, he doesn't have a game. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't work. I'm more of the no lift shift, you know? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> Never goes up, always down. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a story for GI Full throttle or no throttle. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> I knew we couldn't go an episode without that. But no, I, I just I just want to close off my point, though, is I, yes, I, I don't agree that I think there's a lot of people out there that are being forced, their hand are being forced on something that they, they shouldn't be, especially if it's not their child. But from an ethics standpoint or a moral standpoint, I think years later you might or most like myself, anyways, I think I would look back and think that, you know, um, hopefully I've been able to have a relationship with that person, that child, and it's now grown into um, a bond or a friendship and it, the, the financial cost will be far uh, outweighed by what you've developed with that, with that child. And, and now they've grown into a man or a woman, you know, and, and you get to see how they've prospered and what they've done with their life. And I think that's where it's outweighed. I feel like Evan was going to throw something in there. No, just a few points that, you know, it kept dawning on me. With all the money provided, how much of that do you think is directly going to the child? Well, it's funny you brought that up because I've seen a lot of statistics on that. It's like somebody uh, recently did the statistics on it and they basically said that it would basically cost them $500 for the basic form of living per month for that kid, right? But you're also having to incorporate the internet, the cable, the phone, you know, like the Xbox or the PlayStation. God forbid I said the wrong system, right? Uh, you know, all these different things that aren't necessity. They're nice, but they're not necessity. But then even when you go into sports, that's where it gets kind of muddy, right? Because if let's say you want to put your child in sports and let's say the other parent doesn't agree with it. Well, if it's on one side of the shoe in terms of one, uh, one gender of parent, if you will, that will get pushed through. But if it's the other side, it seems there's a lot of pushback on that particular subject, right? Like, I mean, obviously, we can go uh, pretty hard on that. Uh-oh. Well, there's no receipts. There are receipts have to be be kept. One yes. of the things that, that I had I had with my, my court order is is the ex has to keep all receipts. Um, anything that she spends, you know, say, say she, you know, because like I said, the money is garnished out of my check. Yes. And... So as a shoe salesman, how do you afford it? I thought he worked at Chip and Dale's. What? Anyway. Is that the uh, OnlyFans page? But no, but, yeah. but, but, but the, no the, I think the, that the, was the, the, the receipts. Foot, foot she has to, she has to she, what she has to do at the end of each month. She has to send she has to send Fro a copy of all the receipts. No, I under, I understand because that. so you know. You but get, it doesn't you, always you, mean that all these purchases were necessary. Is what I'm kind of yeah. But 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 see but but see I the lawyer that I had had it basically had stipulations. And she has to honor those stipulations. 
She can't say, oh, I'm going to put him in, say, say hypothetically, curling or some, some exotic sport. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> some exotic sport. everything you, you pick, know. you pick curling. The American you know, that doesn't know shit but, about but I'm, curling. I'm just saying, you know, it, you can't, be, be, it, can't, be, it can't be some exotic sport. He doesn't even sweep you his know. own floor, let alone sweep the ice. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying, it can't be some, some exotic sport, you know. But, but like, say, like, say like, in like, like, like hockey or some average sport, yeah. Well, that's not an average. It's an expensive sport. But, but what I'm saying is, I need your OnlyFans account. It can't be some. It like can't an, be some. Some sport. BS. She right? has to. <laughs> she has to submit the receipts every month to Fro. And if she, and if she goes over that, that's on her. Well, I under, I understand exactly. But then what you're that's saying. when she goes to Walmart two weeks later and returns everything. Listen, yeah. if you want to be smart, just be like my dad. My dad was American too, bro. And like honestly, just move to the states. Then you don't have to pay shit. No, that's not true. Straight Certain up. states are a completely no, different. No, no. Listen. Yeah, I'm telling you straight up because this was reality, right? No, the, a lot of it's Left changed. When I was That's eight. Like I've, 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 oh yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. Some states are brutal. Left, left, went to Washington, went down to Cali for a bit to see other family. Back up into Washington. I know all this because I just hear of course because my uncle was a rich vet in the other uh, other side of the Americas, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, you could just peace out, hang out down there, don't pay a cent. Come up here. Eventually, they might catch you, but Canadian government's so slow. They don't even know what's going on half the time. Yeah, but they come back, they backdate that stuff, yeah. and they put interest on it. Like, oh, okay, well, must be liberal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but you know what's a, a, a surprising factor? It, it seems it's so socially acceptable now because there should be like a, such a negative social <laughs> stigma against women for this. You know, if a woman does this, a lot of her friends, I think, would pat her on the back and say, yeah, you go get yours. Fuck him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it should be socially unacceptable where people are like, you're a fucking bitch. And yeah. it make, makes women think twice about doing things like that, right? There definitely needs to be checks and balances put in place. I couldn't agree more with you, Evan. I think for me, I'm going to, yeah, sorry. No, I was just, just going to say, I think, you know, nowadays the greater thing is equality too. I mean, like I know a lot of men out there who, and especially people who I've worked with, colleagues and stuff who, you know, they get caught up in these divorces and these situations where the woman tries to take them for everything. And yeah. they want to be a part of the. It's not like my dad, where my dad was like, yeah, peace out. I want nothing to do with you. It's like yeah. they actually want to be there for their kids. They want to be a parent. And, yeah. and the woman's like, yeah, no, I just want your money. I don't actually want anything to do with you or have you be a part of, you know, that child's life. And it's like, what the hell is that? You know, I mean, uh, there was one guy I know of where <clears throat> straight up, I mean, that wife, like, from what I understand, and again, you know, there's there's multiple sides to every story, but dude was pretty straight, and I'll be honest with you, you know, when you got a woman who's doing drugs and doing this and that, and, and they're the ones that are raising this child, and you're trying to be the guiding force, and you're actually on the right track, like, what the fuck, you know, like, straight up. Look at today's headlines, Al Pacino and his girlfriend, they just had a baby. He's oh, 83. 80, 83. He's 83. Man. They've that, been together for several months. She split up with him. Only reason she got with him was to get a kid. Now she takes the kid away from him. I mean, he's 83. I mean, come on now. If I may just add something, though. How, and you, you said, I haven't looked, but you say he's 83. He's 83. I would have to hope in hell that he has a brain cell or two left in that mind of his. Bring up. And at a certain point, you realize it, it's time to stop firing off rockets. Just I, saying. Bring up. Snip that. Yeah, you were talking about well, a fix. On. You know, no, you were talking about a fix early. You never even asked me how I felt about that, by the way. Yeah, I know just you're going to get ugly. G.I. Joe already murdered us. <laughs> nah, the fix is simple. Just snip it, you know? That's all, that's all there is to it. This is true. With El Pacino, I, I, my first question on is, on how jam. did he, 
you have enough energy to expel the throat. You're Hollywood shot. magic, baby. They're all zombies. You know right. that, right? Like they're yeah. they're like reanimated corpses. Like I know that there's uh, there's uh, blue just pills. gonna come yeah, out and say it how it is. Well, there. there's blue pills, there's red pills, there's brown pills, and then there's that thing where they reanimate What's a brown them pills? back That's to suppository like, mix. Yeah. That's like a brown belt. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my here's my take on this, and I'm gonna try to make this very short and sweet. Snippety snip. Um. I don't believe this is the right way. I believe that there are exceptions to the rule. I think uh, G.I. Joe is just awfully angry. And <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I completely agree with you. I'm just, I wanted to get you going. I can see the look on your face. Uh, as a person that grew up without his dad himself and meeting my dad when I was 24, um, only for the simple fact that I was like, if, in order for me to get married at that time, I needed to know my past in order to build my future is what my thinking was. So I met my dad and it was funny because when I met him, the first thing I said to him was, I don't want your money. I want to know who you are to see if I'm going to be a fuck up. That was basically what it all came down to and what it all boiled down to. <laughs> yes. G. Only I in Joe, the winter. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's Mr. Plow. But I, I also agree that there's a place in time and I don't know if the courts should necessarily have the ability to in, enforce these certain things. Scotty too hot. He's just dropping bombs over his pinkers and the fuck. He looks like one of the beach boys. But anyways, uh, Woo. Uh, I'm going to end this bad boy like this. Thank you, folks, for being on this bad boy. And uh, I'll also say it like this. I see a meme here, and I'm not. we're not going to expand on this. Just putting it out there, by the way. And it says, he's going to be a daddy. And then on the flip side of that picture, the dad has a sign or uh, a board. And it said, I had a vasectomy three years ago. A wise person once told me. He took the blue pill. Shit can still get through. <laughs> A wise person once told me nobody likes to tip. That's why we go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. This is Go Deep Productions. Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media if you would like to reach